The Life, Love, and Leadership Podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Learn more at SuccessfulMarriages.org. And here are your hosts, the doctor and the missus, Marissa Q. Payne and Dr. James Payne. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Leadership with Dr. James and Marissa Q. Payne. I am Marissa Q. Payne. And I'm Dr. James Payne. And we're super excited to have you back for another thrilling episode of the Life, Love, and Leadership podcast. Oh, my gosh. If this is your first time listening, baby, you picked a good episode to join us. Yes, because we are um, joined by guest number one. That's a treat. Yep. And we are talking about I Found Love in a Pandemic. I Found Love in the (laughs) Pandemic. Yes, it's an amazing topic. This is I can't part wait. three of a series we've been doing. Inquiring minds want to know. So um, our guests today were single when we came in, and they <laughs> were married by the time we left. Yes, yes. yes. So we're super excited to hear about that. And um, you need a notebook for this podcast. You definitely need a notebook because in between all the shenanigans mm. and side eyes yeah. and shade. shade. <laughs> There tends to be some tips, tools, and strategies that you can use in life, love, and leadership. Exactly. Yeah. So um, if you don't have a notebook, then you should subscribe yeah. and uh, follow so yeah. you don't miss a single tidbit. Absolutely. But before we dive into that, as always, I got to know what's going on in that pretty head of yours. Baby, what's on your mind? <laughs> so I decided that we would merge what's on my mind and fight of the week this week. This should be interesting. Because... Once again, you have done the thing. The thing. All right. <laughs> Talk me through it. Talk me through it. What's what's the thing? So you made a commitment without talking to me. Mm. And it's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to marry a couple. Which is really sweet. Yes. Our daughter's best friend is getting married. Right, right. Um, not quite a pandemic couple, but um, really, really sweet. I'm so happy for her. I love them to pieces. I can't believe that girl is getting married. I know. We've known them since her since like seventh grade, I think. We were in a counseling session last week, and I'm looking. We did it by Zoom. I'm looking at the screen like... That's jump shot. <laughs> you know, when they play basketball together, I called her a jump shot. In middle school. It's crazy. She was pitiful. Yeah. She was And terrible. so now she's like all grown up and getting married. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, y'all have planned the whole thing and it's beautiful and lovely. And you confirmed that they could get married on, at 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Mm. What? Why? So this this is how I got I, the I found out with the invitation. So this is how and I was like, oh, you don't want no dressing on Christmas, <laughs> basically. No, I definitely want some dressing on Christmas. I'm a I'm a run and do the job, and you just stay put. Keep I cooking. can't miss the wedding. I'm just like, who? What goes through your? So here's my truth. Here's my and we talked about this on the show, but uh, show, babe. Uh, I'm a I'm a helper. Mm-hmm. I'm a servant mm-hmm. and I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. And the issue for me is, you know, it's hard for me. If you ride for me, like we ride or die. If I like you, if I love you, yes. it's hard for me not to help you if you need it. Right. And Word on the street is you had options, the 23rd and the 24th. Listen, you didn't have to come with them receipts. 
That is the word on the street. Right. That is the word on the street. Then the thing is, Jewel's not here today, but she was in on it too. Y'all was like sitting together in a meeting. <laughs> and it was like, oh yeah. And this goes to show yeah. how disengaged mm. all of y'all are. From the magic. In the magic that happens. That happens with Chris. I I will take that look. I got to wear that coat. It's the truth anyhow. Uh, I just show up on Christmas and bless myself. <laughs> But you, you make all that magic happen. So I honor you for that. And I apologize for scheduling this or allowing this to be scheduled on Christmas Eve. You know what? I didn't even really think about it. I didn't even really trip off. It's such a weird year, right? It's such a weird year. <laughs> She's looking at me, y'all, like she ain't buying that. But it's such a weird year that I didn't even factor in that the 24th was Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> they asked if the 24th to be. I said, sure, put it down. So... But this is the thing, like, we have an agreement in the relationship about mm. calendaring mm -hmm. in general. Yeah, yeah. And you was just like, yeah. Well, see, my mind said, okay, well, I'm the one that's going to be doing all the work, mm. so I'm she not. She just going to be there. You was like, she ain't got no conflict. You know, she ain't got I nothing did, to do. I didn't even really think about you being there, honestly. Wow. Okay. I don't even know how to get out of this right now. <laughs> Did you see the Rams game just last week? Raggedy, just Jeez. raggedy for no reason. <laughs> but you apologize. Yes. You know, I mean, technically, I'm available. Yeah, But yeah. you just really messed up my little my yeah. system. So I messed up the system. We normally exchange gifts on Christmas Eve. We don't have the patience to wait for the actual day. So we just be like, you know what? It's close enough. Merry Christmas. That's what we do. That's pain gang style. Correct. And I'm cooking. And you cooking. And you cooking. So I don't want to mess up my blessings. So. You know, yeah, we may have to do this by Zoom or something. <laughs> you can't. I, what I'm I know, not going to do I is know. affect I, it somebody's. It was a joke. It was a joke. I would never do that. It I'm not going to affect somebody's vision yeah. for what they want. So no, it's going to be amazing. It's going to all work out. And I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the best way I know how to back out of that. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So we should welcome our guests. Yes, we should. And I want to see what they have to say because this is probably a good lesson for them coming in. <laughs> Yes. So, um, I, you want to introduce? Uh, sure. So, today we have with us um, Dewan, correct me if I am butchering your name, and Leah Hawkins. Uh, they are joining us today, and they have been married for less than 10 days. <laughs> All right. And I believe the couple met in uh, September and married in December. December? Yes. Okay. Yes. Dewan uh, is a ministry consultant. Leah is a principal whom I have known and loved. So we welcome in Dwan to the family. Yeah. And uh, super, super excited for them fresh off their honeymoon. Welcome you all. Yeah, Thank well, you. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome so the show. what, what, what y'all think about this whole little scheduling situation? That's funny you said that because we have calendars already synced to avoid <laughs> that very thing. So hallelujah already. <laughs> September to December. We cannot wait to hear this story. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Good stuff. And? And we also have joining us Frank and Lakeisha Lagan joining us today. 
Uh, Frank and Lakeisha have been married for about seven or eight days. One of the two is true. Uh, <laughs> and have just come up for air uh, to uh, be with us today on the show. Love it. Frank and Lakeisha met in January, married in December. Frank is a microbiologist, Lakeisha's communications consultant. We're super, super excited to have them join us. I've also known Lakeisha for uh, several years, and so we're welcoming Frank to the family as well. Um, so Super excited to hear y'all's story, too. Yeah. Uh, but first, need to know what you think about what's on my mind as well. Well, we also have a, a, a family calendar. So, and we, we if he doesn't put something on the calendar, we fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, he'll be like, oh, I got to do this. I'm like, uh-uh, that's not on the calendar. Where, where you going? Ain't nothing on this calendar. So, so it sounds yeah. like y'all being, y'all training early. Right. Mm. Oh, and you would think after 25 years we would have this together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just the pain that comes with the receipt. <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, so today we are so excited to have you all on the show. Welcome uh, to the Life, Love and Leadership podcast. Uh, and we really want to uh, unpack this idea of the evolution of relationships and kind of walk gradually through these five different phases that you go through really just to understand how you all kind of made this happen within this season that the world is experiencing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's just amazing to me. And so uh, there are the five phases that we'll walk through, uh, the acquaintance phase, uh, the friendship phase, the courtship phase. And, and typically when you enter the courtship phase, you enter that with a specific time frame that this is what courtship looks like for us. These are our intentions. Uh, and then there's commitment uh, and intimacy where you step into the exclusive intimate uh, partner relationship that we call marriage. And so I'm very interested to hear uh, you all's story and just kind of walk us through each of those different legs uh, of your relationship. Everybody, us and the whole world, right? We can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's start with the um, acquaintance. Tell us how you met. Oh, boy. Um, so we met at church. Mm -hmm. uh, we both sing on the worship team. And uh, we had never sung together because we were at two separate campuses. Mm -hmm. And we just so happened to get scheduled at the same campus the mm -hmm. first weekend in January. And we, like, just conversed at rehearsal, like, you know, a few days before service. And then uh, on the day that we were singing together, we just had, like, a 40-minute conversation mm -hmm. in wow. between services and just connected and... She invited me to see her new car that she was about to <laughs> I was test driving a car that weekend, and I was telling everybody about it, and he was asking me questions, and I was like, I don't know. Why don't you just come outside and see it? <laughs> and so I went outside, and I was showing them. I was like, oh, you know, all the features and everything, and then we just ended up sitting in the car talking for, like, 30 minutes. So where were you in your um, single journeys and your dating journeys at the time, like ph philosophically and stuff? Um, surprisingly, I was actually going through a divorce, mm -hmm. um, coming out of a relationship and my friends, you know, family were saying, you know, don't rush, don't, don't go back into the game that quick. And, you know, I had that mindset, but it's like when we met that just, everything just kind of went, you know, uh, went back under the rug. So, mm -hmm. so, I mean, we didn't plan on any of the you know, 
the traction, the, the spark, everything that came, it just it happened so quick wow. that we knew it was God. So we wow. just we just went with it. Was it just like a note that she hit during the choir rehearsal? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was so many things that lined up. Like when we met, like he like that that Sunday he was supposed to go visit a friend's mom at DePaul Hospital and during service I got a call that my grandmother is being rushed to DePaul Hospital. Wow. And I was like, I'm going to the hospital that you are going to after service. And so when he came to visit his friend's mom, he like checked on me and asked if my family needed food and like wow. all of that. And so it was just kinda like you know, after that, I was like, how could I not talk to him? And where where were you in the singleness Ooh, girl, dating I was, process? I was sewing my royal oats, child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, <laughs> no, I wasn't, like, looking for a relationship. I was just having fun, hanging out with my friends. Like, I was just, you know. Chilling. Being, being th- I just turned 30, so I was just, you know, wow. I was having a good time. I was mm. enjoying this new uh, decade of life. And Love so, it. yeah, I wasn't looking <laughs> for him at all. <laughs> all right. Wow. Okay, wow. Leah. Or Hawkins Nim. Let's yeah. hear Hawkins <laughs> Nim. I like that. That's yeah. a new hashtag. Yeah. Hawkins That's Nim. That's a new hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to take it? You can go ahead, sir. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> That's not my story. Okay. <laughs> That's not my song. So, acquaintance. We actually met on Match.com. Wait Ooh. for the saints and the ain'ts. Because I feel it. Like, I feel it coming. No, ma'am. I feel it coming. We're here for it. Yes. It was on Match.com. However, comma, dot, dot, dot. It was really God matching us. It, mm. We knew immediately upon connection that this was meant to be. Uh-huh. Um, it is absolutely not the avenue or the venue. I don't think either of us would have won it. I certainly would have probably met somebody in church or as I'm doing ministry stuff, but that just wasn't the case. Uh, but again, as soon as like he, he inboxed me, so... I'm sure we'll save that for later. <laughs> slid in the DMs. Yeah. It slid in the DMs. Because what I wasn't going to do is go find somebody. That's mm. I don't believe that's my role as a lady. So mm. um, he inboxed me. And what'd you say, babe? He's such an introvert. Y'all got to wait. <laughs> um, so my reply to her was, um, after reading her profile, I said that you sound, um, you sound amazing. Mm. I think she thought that I heard her sing. And I had never heard her sing. I was just referring to what I had read. Of course, the pictures I had seen. And so um, I don't, I think that, I think they kind of threw her off just a little bit. Oh. But I was referring to her profile and what she had said. And so, okay. you know. Interesting. That's so where you we said, did, did she snap off already? Right? Marissa Payne? I'm just asking. <laughs> No, I didn't get the snap off. The shade is real this morning. <laughs> well, you said it, it sounded, you. it threw her off. So that's why I was like, I'll oh, say because it was a trigger. I won't say a trigger, but I was very careful on a social media platform. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one, I didn't want to be found out. Mm-hmm. You knew that I, I said, Marissa Payne, I'm getting on Match.com because I'm tired of this church. <laughs> but I, I made it a point to not give my name, where I was living. So ah. for him to say you sounded beautiful, I'm like, did, did he find out my real name? Because you can Google if you see a picture and, mm. you know, if you have the right devices, you can do that. 
And so I'm like, ooh, did he already figure me out? Because that would have wow. been a red Got flag it. for me. But he explained it and I felt safe. Yeah, so, <laughs> so instead of a date, you thought he also may want an A and B selection. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a songbird in our vow renewal for those that yeah. haven't figured that out. Uh, yeah. 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 Which you, oh which my gosh, you, we watch. sat at the same table yeah. at your wedding. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I figured that out when uh when 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 she first said her name. I was like Leah. I thought the same. I was like, is that the same girl? And you had your mask on at first, and I was like, is that the at same the girl? the family reunion. <laughs> so I don't know if Marissa's gonna tell this story then or not of Help how I got okay. Yourself. So again, Marissa knew what I was dealing with. Like I've been divorced. He's been di- actually we were married to our other partners and divorced in the same year. Wow. Married the same year within a month and yep. divorced in the same year. It was just a crazy story. Hmm. So um, Marissa has a wonderful way of getting all in your business <laughs> without you ever sharing it. So like I met Marissa through work. This is work leadership development and it's like, no, I'm going to deal with your soul. So <laughs> she knew like all of the hell I went through um, through the divorce and so she said well I have somebody because I told her I was getting no match if it don't work out and so she was like there's somebody here um, that I may want you to meet I had no idea who the person was where I was going to meet them she just said at the wedding so I'm at the table with you guys and there was another gentleman there I had no idea that she was trying to play hookup oh. with the gentleman at the table Mr. Right? Kappa yeah yes that's what we'll say yeah we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that beautiful Soul, but we never connected and so she sent a message like hey how did everything go I'm like what do you mean she said well did you too I'm like what too and so she you know explains that that's what it was and then you know I ended up leaving because mm-hmm. I, I had to work really early and so Marissa said well he thought you may have been offended by you know drinks or whatever because you all know I don't no, drink I think right. I shared that yes. yeah, yeah. Um, yes. no shade to those who does I just don't mm-hmm. um, yeah. and so I didn't let Marissa know at the time that I had already started communicating with him but at the time it was so early on I was like well let's just see you know everything that's out there before I just land mm-hmm. um, so, wait 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 yes. pause when you said you met in September when they said you met in September I thought September 2019 no, 2020 ma'am. oh <laughs> yeah quick work oh. quick work that's what it says Quick work. Quick work. You thought you was impressive. Girl. Yeah. Okay. That changes the story. All yes. right. I'm, we here now. Yes. We don't script here at Life, Love, and Leadership. Yes. Um, in case you haven't noticed, honey, this is the TTT. All right. So let's move on to friendship. Um, so we talked about acquaintance and how we met. So let's talk about how the relationship hooked. Because for both of you, obviously, you're you're like um, what do you call it? Like accelerating through the process yeah. of from acquaintanceship, friendship, courtship. So tell us, how did you go? Um, so we we just started talking. Like after that that like day that we connected, and he came to the hospital and everything. Like we were just like on the phone like constantly. And then our first uh, our first like date was like four days later, maybe, and we were like together for like three or four hours and then we talked on the phone for like two more hours after we like left each other and so we just like just became I don't know like just talking all the time and just texting all day on the phone for hours and just like you know getting to know each other um but the beginning of our relationship was interesting because he was working two jobs like my job was crazy like before the pandemic happened and so we barely got to see each other 
So most of like the beginning of our relationship was like on the phone, mm-hmm. through text message, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't get to spend like a lot of like FaceTime together mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started working from home. He lost his second job. Then he was working from home for like three weeks. And we were just like in each other's faces like wow. all the time. There was an emotional moment when I went to uh, California right at the... Uh, it was right at the initial stage of uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was literally touching down where uh, where I was going to be staying at, and that was there was like a a big ship or whatever that it just came back that had a bunch of people at COVID. Wow! Oh, and yeah. so yeah, she princess, was terrified, princess. and I had to literally like the entire trip. It was pretty much half making sure she was good mm-hmm. and half checking on my family. I mean, she was in tears just like, you know, being by herself. But I was like, I knew we were close because I haven't done anything like that for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, being that nurturing, you know, being that supportive of, of the situation. So Your connection was really strong, really fast. And yeah. it sounds like mm-hmm. like it was it was yeah, yeah. pretty powerful. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've I've heard a couple things from from both of you all already that we heard from the singles that we've talked with in um the last two episodes. One was from um you, Duan, that you liked how she looked, right? <laughs> and one of the things that um surprised me from the mature men that we talked about that I don't know why it surprised me, but I feel like um, is how important the look game is, like still to men, right? Like, um, yes, the other stuff, you want a quality woman, but the look game still matters. And yeah. for me, that was surprising because I I thought that men, you know, that the other stuff, like when you're mature, you know, it's like you're, you, you know, the superficial doesn't matter, but apparently I was wrong. <laughs> well, looks, looks aren't really superficial, I don't think. I gotta be able to have dinner and look at you at the same time. <laughs> I can't sit across from you then. <laughs> well, because I'm like, when the when the single women are like getting ready and putting on the makeup and all of that, and I'm always like, that's not what, you know, because that's not what men marry, because they can be with a good looking woman, yeah. but they won't marry her. Yeah. So, to me, it's like, it's the substance that matters yeah. but it's both and yeah it's you know? not either or it's both and it's both and so it's like you do got to put do that because they say they don't like you say all the time you don't care about makeup let me but stop I already you. got nope. you nope let me stop you <laughs> let me stop you i don't care about makeup watch what i do here because you're beautiful without it oh lord because <laughs> oh. you bad without it baby i don't need it on you because you bad without it god gave you everything you needed yes sure thank you baby there you um, go so that and then the other thing that i like that you all are saying that they talked about um i think it was roche that said this is the talking part that is missing in relationships a lot now, right? That it also accelerates that you all got as a benefit of the pandemic was the chance to actually really talk and mm-hmm. get to know each other, which mm-hmm. I think happens with online relationships as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty, pretty dope. Yeah. Tell us about your um, Friendship. acceleration. <laughs> um, so I think that uh, we were intentional about Um, how we interacted Mm -hmm. Um, because there was a great distance. I'm from Baltimore. Mm -hmm. So I just moved here uh, to St. Louis. And so. um, Wow. So y'all made a You made a decision to relocate. Yes. Wow. Relocated. (laughs) Um, And so we were really um, 
kind of uh, tunnel focused about how we were going to make this develop or how we want to have this to develop in the middle of a pandemic. If it meant plane ticket or staying week at a time, then that's what we we're going to do. So it's it was we've been in each other's face every day. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, FaceTime, text all day. We, It was our intention to see where this could lead. Wow. And so I think that's, you know, you know, God, we watered it and God gave us the increase. Mm. Mm. Nice. So what about like family? Like how do you meet, you know, so part of it, and I'm just going to throw it out there because I'm sure you heard it from your family and from your friends. You can't marry somebody, you don't even know him. Mm-hmm. Like you got to know him for at least a year mm-hmm. or you got to go through all the seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you deal with that? How do you How did you integrate each other into each other's family and friends? What was that process like? Ours was uh ours was interesting. Um, obviously coming out of a divorce, um, my side isn't gonna be just all chipper about you know <laughs> the new kid on the block. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but her family was so supportive. Um, you know, I ended up clinging to them a, a lot quicker than you know the usual situation. Um, her mom, I kind of won her mom over at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so after she saw, you know, those gestures, um, I mean, she was helping me out with just everything that was going on with the uh, divorce and, and you know, just helping us, you know, get closer. Whatever she could do, she she did it. Wow. Brother, uh, grandmother, um, just everybody. Yeah, so it was, it was, he, he met my mom like even before we started dating. So that was weird. Cause like, you know, it's just like, Oh, this is my friend. And then all of a sudden I was like, eh. <laughs> it might be a little more than that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, you know, but his, his family's not here. Mm-hmm. So his parents live in Kansas city. His dad's family's in Houston. His mm-hmm. mom's family's in Oakland. So, you know, it was a bit different. Like, meeting his family because we were in a pandemic Mm. and so we couldn't travel. So, you know, kind of the first, my first meeting with his parents was on Zoom, you know, because, um, you know, we couldn't go to Kansas City to like visit them. And so, yeah, we were probably like eight months into our relationship before I actually met his like parents face to face because of of the pandemic. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And was your mama like, boy, what are you doing? <laughs> I think she still it's, thinks it's, that. It's, it's, okay. so, it's so funny. Like I, it's like it's either my happiness or Ooh. her uh, sadness. I mean, I really had to weigh the options. I mean, you know, at a certain age, you gotta, you know, it's I'm living for myself. I can't live for my parents. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she got a lot of love from enough people. Wow. Um, you know, from my dad's side in Houston, you know, it it was just enough to, uh, you know, keep moving forward. You yeah. Know? Wow. Yeah. And she's wow. not losing any love from you. You're no. just making a different decision wow. you know, to love someone that 
you're in love with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about y'all? So I identify more with what he's discussing. Um, I didn't have a barrier with family. I think it's a foolish thing to not have wise counsel. Mm -hmm. And your family, your friends, they know you more than anybody. So I was already prepared for any remarks that would come. But when you're a healed person and you have a proven track record, you have to trust the God in you mm -hmm. and make sure that your family understands who you are and who you're becoming, not the person from the past. Mm -hmm. And so because I'd already healed from divorce and went through the whole thing and they saw the depression, they saw me try to take my life and see me now, mm -hmm. when I presented him um, before they even saw his face, it was, I met my husband. So it was like, oh, she's serious, serious. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but they saw the change in me and saw the work that I did internally before being ready to even receive somebody like that. And so when he came, it was, oh, welcome, son. So we had a mm -hmm. FaceTime. Obviously, we, my parents are not letting me in Denver at any point of time until this pandemic is completely <laughs> over because we would have gone, but we did a FaceTime. Uh, we also FaceTime with my cousins. I will never do that again uh, <laughs> because they are real and raw. And they, I mean, they mm. were nice, but it was just all the questions, you know, coming at one time. So I, I don't love that. It's yeah. one of my favorite things to do in the world is interrogate my friends. Oh my God. Oh, we, know. Friends. we know. I freaking love it. Oh, we know. <laughs> they hate it, but it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, as far as his family, I mean, they were very welcoming. I met his mom um, and his other mom, like, through FaceTime. So we, we did it a safe way to make sure that we didn't expose anybody to getting sick. But um, we, I would never make a decision to marry without... Um, at least, first of all, seeking God, but making sure that my family would be um, well equipped to handle what I have and what he's bringing. Right. And so it was easy for us. Wow. Well, I just want to say we're in the studio and they're just like holding hands, arms <laughs> locked. Yeah. Dr. J and I are like 10 feet apart. <laughs> Quite ten. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like really adorable. Yes, okay. it is. So I want to say, when did you know? But it sounds like you pretty much knew. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we've been saying since I would say probably like May or June, probably since June that we would be married by the end of the year. Wow. Like wow. we knew. We started. Um, like couples counseling in June, you know, we were like, all right, we know that this is, this is where this is going. So let's build that foundation. So yeah, we started counseling in June and, you know, we just started like, you know, telling everybody like, yeah, we're gonna be married by the end of the year, end of the year, it's coming. And, you know, speaking of like family, like I think our parents were kind of like, yeah, are you sure? <laughs> like, you, you sure about this? You just <laughs> met, like, you know, calm down. <laughs> Um, you know, like my mom loves him, but she was like, give it a year first. Mm -hmm. We were like, no, <laughs> no. Um, and you know, now she's, you know, Falling. she's gung ho, but, um, but yeah. So I think from like June is when we started being like, all right. Yeah. By the end of the year, this is happening. Wow. Yeah. I believe, I think when I first met her, I think I knew. Come on, I think, Saints. Come on, Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I think I knew Leah was much different than anyone I had ever met. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't know if it was a thing where, well, I think it was uh, multiple things. I think that I was afraid to lose someone that special. Wow. Mm. So that's what made me kind of push and, you know, make sure that this went as well as it could go. Mm. But I think I knew from the start. Aww. Wow. 
I owe you wow. a kiss later. <laughs> <laughs> so there are things that happen in prayer time. So again, I don't make a life decision without seeking God and his face and his heart. So my prayer was let my discernment be so strong to where if there's anybody not meant for me, close it immediately to where I don't make a stupid decision. Mm. But if it's somebody who is meant, illuminated so strongly to where I can't miss it. And so when he came, everything aligned. My life, where I'm going, um, I always say my lens needs to match my partner to where they're going, not where they are, and vice versa. Or else it's a roommate situation, not a partnership. Mm. And so I knew early on that we were partners, we were meant to be. And so I was, I woke up at three in the morning in prayer about him. He texted me at three in the morning, said, I'm praying for you. Then the next time I had like a coughing spell at 4 a.m., he texted at 4 a.m. saying, are you okay? And I'm like, Lord, what in the wow. world <laughs> is this? So that confirmed a lot of things. But, um, you know, you have to be in somebody's presence to make sure that mm. what you feel is real. And Lord, is you know, because I don't want to make another mistake. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I had that fear, but I had to cast that out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was easy to see very early on. Yeah. Wow. wow. Wow, wow. <laughs> That's incredible. I, I'm just being filled listening to I know, how this so happened. Sweet. <laughs> this is incredible. This is incredible. She failed to mention one thing. Um, <laughs> so how I actually, because, you know, coming out of a relationship, a um, lot of trust issues, a mm. lot, um, lot of things to uh, put into perspective. I got COVID in June. Oh, wow. <laughs> And she she was faced with a decision to either make me stay in my apartment mm-hmm. or take care of me. And she had a bunch of people in her ear, mm-hmm. you know, against the fact. Mm. She sat there through my entire COVID wow. experience and it was real. Like she could have been she got exposed, I'm sure, uh, several times. Mm-hmm. Wow. And just just that, uh, you know, that commitment that. um. You know, that that was like, oh, oh she's the one. <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah, everybody was like, he need to go. He need to, he need to be over there by himself. Like, he needs to stay in his place. and You don't need to see him. And I'm like, he has COVID. Like, he can barely move. Like, why would I just, like, leave him alone? And so he slept on my couch. <laughs> like, and I would... You know, I gloved up, masked up, went in there, you know, you know, took care of him or whatever. But, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to send this man to, like, sit in an apartment by himself where he can barely, like, you know, breathe. Mm. And, you know, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And I think that that, like, ingratiated me to him and also to his parents. I think that was kind of the turning point Mm -hmm. with his parents as well when they realized, like, oh, she's she's there for him. Wow. Wow. Was there ever any hesitation? And I'm on the commitment lens now. uh, Any hesitation at all with reengaging commitment at the highest level? What my wife and I talk about all the time is, you know, you are more vulnerable, more exposed, uh, and your marriage partner has more access to you uh, in more ways than anybody else on the planet. So that is a severe commitment. That is a severe trust. Uh, Both of you guys went relatively quickly. Uh, And so was there any phase when there where you were kind of short stepping like, I don't know if I'm going to jump into this Uh, or or were you just nope, full speed, 100 percent the whole way? I I think there was. uh, (laughs) So if it wasn't for the couples counseling, this could have went 
this could have derailed at, at some point. Uh, we had she had to she had to put us back online with with some situations that, you know, if if it were left up to us to explain mm -hmm. it, you know, it just wouldn't have went anywhere. Um, you know, not gonna name specific moments, but like, like you know, the whole uh, you know baggage. Um, you know, obviously baggage is gonna come up at some point, and you know how you deal with it is going to um, you know determine what you want to get out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think though that there was any point where we were like, "This isn't gonna work." Like, I think that we were both committed to like getting through the the issues and, and, you know, making it work. So I think that, you know, we were just like, all right, we just got to, you know, buckle down and, you know, learn how to communicate and learn how to, you know, deal with each other's quirks and, and mm. eccentricities. Yeah. We, we know what you're saying. Eccentricities. <laughs> we know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I think – I don't think there was, there was a moment where we were like, eh, I don't know if this is it. Like, I think that we both knew that it was it. We just knew that we also needed to put in a little bit of extra work to, like, well, it's, get there. It's so much there. Yeah. Like, the nuances of, you know, what we're not talking about. The money, mm -hmm. the credit, mm -hmm. the debt, mm -hmm. the sexual nuances, the stuff. You know, mm -hmm. the we haven't talked chilled kids or not kids. I mean, it's, you know, all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. I'm just like... Okay, can you know all that stuff in three months? But I think what's standing out to me is it's a commitment mm -hmm. and a decision. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. if you make the decision, you've made the decision. And so we're going to, we're going to do it, you know? And, you know, I'd love to hear from the Hawk, uh, Dem Hawkins. Dem Hawkins. <laughs> it changed every time. It was Hawkins. It was Hawkins now. Now it's Dem Hawkins. Dem Hawkins. Y'all have three or four hashtags. Listen, <laughs> I think that's where people get stumped. So I want to challenge that thought, if you don't mind. Yeah. So I don't think you should just land on the commitment for commitment's sake. Mm -hmm. There's a difference from being committed because God told you to, which mm -hmm. was our situation of, you know where you're going and sometimes it's a go and I'll show you. Mm -hmm. So you may not have all the parts that you naturally want to have or what you want to see, but if all the foundational principles are there, you can move along and move forward with his permission and his wisdom. Mm -hmm. I do not think that it's wise to commit just because we want to be together. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. And we did all the hard work early on, the credit, the money, who moves, children, how many are you saying? He's a, he's an elder to Marissa Payne. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> My God. So all of these things were already, you know, in place at the onset. And he made a point to make sure that I was included early on. So that let me know that his words matched the actions. Mm. And I think on top of that, um, when we made decisions, um, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's almost scary that um, Everything fell into place. Mm. Everything. Mm. Um, even when getting tickets to to see each other, you had points, so you didn't have to pay for a flight. Mm -hmm. um, the <laughs> wedding. I mean, just you know, it 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 serves a purpose when you when God is the center of what we're doing. Mm. Um, and as he guides you, he's always he, he's never going to put you out there without making provision. And so that was a big thing for me. I think that it motivated me to pursue more when I saw that not only were we engaged, but I think God was engaged in us getting, getting together and seeing it through. 
Yeah. So I think as we kind of try to wrap this thing up and put a bow on it um, from this series that we've been doing, um, one of the things we've been talking about is, you know, just sort of for mature singles that want to be married. I think one of the things, another one of the things that stood out to me is that the men, you know, are like, they're not necessarily actively looking when it happens. If it happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. The women, you know, are proactively usually looking for it um, and want it to happen. And so each relationship and each engagement, they're kind of like, is this the one, you know, Um, and guys are a little like, you know, if it is, it is, and it, you know, and I'll know. And but I think, don't bother me while I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it sounds like in this case, you know, um, for the guys, like, you know, you weren't necessarily looking, but when, well, no, I would say you were on match. So you were open to it. Yeah. Um, and, and when it happened, you knew it. And, and that was pretty much it. You were ready. Uh, you agree with that? And you weren't, but it just happened. It just happened. Yeah. You definitely weren't. <laughs> I was not. It a, happened to you. I mean, I was fresh off. Wow. I was fresh in the game. And yeah, he was going to choir rehearsal. Mind his own business, right? She yeah. tricked him out. Like, Let me show you the car. <laughs> it was a setup the whole no. time. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't even thinking about him, y'all. I, he. He wanted, to, he wanted to talk about the car. I wanted to show him the car. Like, I wasn't thinking anything of it. And then 30 minutes later, I was like, huh. <laughs> not bad, not Wasn't bad. about the car anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we talked about everything under the sun in oh those 30 minutes sitting That's in that awesome. car. Like, yeah. just... Wow. I don't even know how we got on some of the topics we got on. I just was like, oh, we should probably go back inside now. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So what do you say to the single and mature mm. and interested in marriage? Um, I mean, I think Leah has has expressed it very well that, like, you know, if you're following the path that God has set out for you, like, he will bring that person. Like, that person will will show up and you'll know. Like, you won't have to you know seek it out or you know be like oh let me just you know be everywhere and be in everything and do everything to try to figure out like is it you is it you is it you like Mm -hmm. you know you won't need to question everybody like you'll know it'll it'll be there and you'll you'll know you know and so I think that just focusing on on your path and focusing on what God has for you you know that that's when when that happens you know like Mm -hmm. like when you're looking for it, I don't think it comes to you. Or like Leah said, you make the wrong decisions. Mm. You put yourself in positions that, you know, you're not supposed to be in because you're looking for it and seeking it so hard. And you end up just, you know, making commitment because you just want to be with somebody. You don't want to be alone. You don't want to be single, whatever. And you just commit to something mm. that God didn't mean for you. Wow. What was your wedding hashtag? I need to give a third on one. On Cloud Hawkins. On Cloud Hawkins. Oh, no. yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I would say be whole first Mm. and I had to do the work to get whole and I didn't realize that I didn't even know who I was Mm. until I had to sit down and COVID made us sit down, Mm -hmm. um, and come to the self-realization of who I am. Um, so before you can find love, you do yourself and your partner disservice if you don't know how to love yourself. And that sounds so cliche, but it is absolutely true. Um, another thing is just keep boundaries and keep safety. Um, for us, because it was a social platform, I don't advise anyone to do that. That's just my story. 
and I'm sticking to it. It'll work for me. Um, but if you do want to do a social platform, do it in a safe way um, and make sure you're not in each other's face or in each other's presence without making sure that you feel safe and let somebody know that, you know, if you're traveling or going somewhere. Um, and then once you have a connection, seal it because if God's not in the center, it's not going to work anyway. Um, so make sure that it's something that's aligned and purposed and not just planned. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love in a pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Love in a pandemic. Congratulations, newlyweds. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. We are Thank you. Um, so happy and so excited for you all. Thank you so much for being willing to share. So we're going to call it an episode, ladies and gentlemen, and a series. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with someone that needs to hear it. And I don't know. Do we have homework this week? There is no homework this week. No you on homework. spring break. <laughs> <laughs> spring break. Can it be winter break? <laughs> awesome. So we're trying a new platform for our podcast shenanigans. We're yeah. actually on Clubhouse if you have an iPhone. So we're hanging out on Clubhouse on Thursday at 7 p.m. You can join us over there if you're Team Android. Um, we're sorry. Yeah, but you need deliverance. We're, we're praying. We're praying. We pray yes. mildly for Android spirits. We will be yes, back um, on the Facebook page soon. But if you are Team Android, just do the notifications um, so you know when we are going live on Facebook. And in the meantime, we are always here for your podcast. Same time, same place next week. See you. Bye. This is Life, Love, and Leadership. The Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to learn more about our guests, show notes, services, events, or to get involved, visit SuccessfulMarriages.org. Life, Love, and Leadership is another positive production of Rare Gem Productions. Thanks for listening.